Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. Comic. What's going on, nerds? This is Mike. This is Bill. And we got Vince and Chelsea. What up, everyone? Hey, guys. We're going to talk Dragon Ball Z or just Dragon Ball in general today because that's my favorite shit ever. Oh, yeah. Plus, we got the new movie coming out, too, so that's exciting. Nine days. Yep. Nine days. Dragon Ball uh, Super Superhero. Yep. Yep. So it'll... I think they're cashing in on the uh, the whole Marvel thing. Well, <laughs> well, I think they'll have the great Saiyan man in there, probably. Oh, I Maybe hope that's so. That's probably what they're. They better have him in there now that he... Gohan has decided to quit being he's a the total only... little bitch baby and embrace <laughs> his fighting. Yeah. Well, he's done that before, and then he just goes back and forth. Yeah, I know. It makes me want to punch him in the head. It makes everybody want to punch him in the head. I know. Yeah. And damn Chi-Chi, you know, she's the true villain of well, that whole franchise. Since the beginning of the show, they've everyone has said that Gohan has the most potential for like just massive power. For sure. Over over anyone, but he just he has other priorities. But we'll get into that. First of all, we're going to we got a giveaway. Yeah, we're let's trying talk to give about away the giveaway again. Comic. And Chelsea's read this comic too. It is the Tales from the Dark Multiverse Blackest Night. It's got Lobo in it. Um, and we're giving this away. It's uh, a limited edition. And all you have to do is answer this question. Go to thecomiczone.com, click on contest, fill out the form and answer this question. So, and I'm asking... Vince and Chelsea, this and everybody about this as well. So we pick four characters to make your ultimate super team. Can be from any genre, good guys, bad guys, real fiction. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's so hard for me because I just, I have my favorites that I just, I love because I love them. Like they might not necessarily be the most, you know, powerful, but if I had to go for, you know, a team that I knew could kick ass, Wanda would definitely be on that. I mean... She can slaughter everybody. You know, she's amazing. Um, of course, my precious baby, Loki. I know he gets fucked over a lot, but, you know, there is some untapped potential in there that they just have not let us see. He is a god, and you have two very powerful magic- magicians on your team already, or sorcerers. Yeah, I I can't help it. That's how I am. I, I love them. Third has to be Harry Potter, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not, okay? Harry Potter and Gandalf. There you go. Fuck no, you guys. <laughs> okay, okay, for real though. What's number three? Gandalf. This is your pick. <laughs> Dude, Gandalf would be the shit though. Oh no, pick uh, the Gandalf and then also uh, uh, Magneto as the same character. So all roles that he's that same actor. Oh is yeah, you can do all that. You just stuff. be like have these so have you- a little two face going on. You know, half of a wizard's hat over here. And half of, <laughs> half of his helmet. <laughs> Um, I, man, as far as the other two, I'd have to go with Thor. I love him. He, he's my baby. And I mean, he's strong as fuck. Okay. Like I know he gets his ass kicked sometimes, but he comes back from it and he is powerful, especially these days, especially these days. I, I mean, his run is, is one of my favorites anyway, but 
And then I, I, I mean, I think I'd have to go with the Joker, probably. What? I was going to be surprised <laughs> if you didn't say Joker. I was. It was between Joker and Batman, and. As much as I love a, yeah, Batman, y'all can go fuck off with your thumbs downs. And this is my team, okay? And we're okay, gonna kick all enough. y'all's ass. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. It's like I told you, they're they're my favorites. You know, I picked one real, real powerful one. You know, Wanda, and then the other three can just help because if you have her, I mean, do you really need anybody else? But then you pick two other gods, and then a psychopath. See, I think it's a great but, team. But Loki and Joker, I think, would be an interesting kind of... Don't you of, think Joker would end Jekyll up... Jekyll Hyde kind of vibe going on, too, with the, the Thor and then the... And Loki, oh, they'd be at each other's throats constantly. Like, we, you'd never be able to come up with a good plan because... Don't you think Joker would end up, like, turning on his team, though, and, like, fucking him Of course over? he would, but it's the Joker. So He's going to end up... Screwing... Joker and Loki are both going to try to screw everybody over, and then it's going to blow up in their faces because... That's what happens to Joker and Loki. It doesn't matter. It's that's a normal Tuesday for them, you know. They they have, you know, plots afoot and then yep. they're just crushed, you know. Thwarted, which we're gonna talk about some Batman <laughs> here in a minute. When we talk about um oh, are you done with the so we what about oh, Vince? Sorry. Oh, uh yeah, right. So I'm gonna do more of a kind of like anime slash video game approach and you'll know what i mean by that in a minute but number one i gotta do gotta do captain luffy from one piece you know his ability with the gum gum fruit and what he does to transcend that power throughout the series yeah i mean wouldn't want to fight him (laughs) is it really that he gets that badass oh yeah yeah i mean he he gets the ability to harden his uh gum gum ability so basically he can make like his fist into a massive sledgehammer and like take down a whole entire boat in one swing. Like, yeah, he does. It it gets a lot more than just being like Mr. Fantastic, basically, you know, just a stretchy guy. He, he does a lot more with it uh, later on. We should do a episode about one piece. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a interesting series. I love it. So long though. I wanted to like get into it, but then I'm like looking at, how many episodes there are? Oh, I'm still not caught up by any means. I'm like, oh my god, like it's like 900 or it's, something. It's, it's a, a huge task, huge, huge. Well, it's like watching Naruto. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna watch Naruto, you better like or Bleach. Mm-hmm. Bleach especially. I like that album. Great album. <laughs> oh wait, no. Anyway, so you pick. See, I, I you pick know what? not much about anime at all. Is my problem here. I know or, like minuscule amounts. Um, I'll kind of like uh, go more into their powers. And that's like basically it. Uh, Luffy, he's a captain um, of a pirate crew and ship. He is trying to, and this is just a really rough, just summarization of it. But basically he is after the one piece treasure that is supposed to basically make you immortal and king of the seas basically um sort of like the dragon balls of dragon ball no no mm. no different dragon balls only give you one wish you can so, so you can wish for wish. immortality mm-hmm. and people do all the time or try to but that's different we'll get we'll get it yeah we'll get into yeah, that the previous pirate king had uh hidden the one piece treasure and he said whoever could figure out 
uh, where it is and find his map will be the next Pirate King. So that's kind of just the series over it. And then his crew, there's some very interesting characters. And overall, it's a good show. It's a really good show. Um, it's just like Mike said, long as hell. <laughs> so if you're going to tackle that task, it's doable, but it's going to be a little long run. Yeah, you got to invest. I saw something about like a stat overall, like grossing numbers as far as like issues sold. Um, One Piece is like number three next to Superman and Batman and overall like comic book sales ever. Oh, wow. I didn't. Oh, yeah. It's been in like, it's been hovering in and around the number one spot in Shonen Jump for over 20 years. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool though. Mm -hmm. I, I had no idea. I mean, I've obviously known of it and known how popular it was, but I... I use my time wisely, and <laughs> I just you you got to be willing to commit to that. And I'm just not. And the thing is, is it's like a one story. It's like the same story. They're not like. I mean, they do different like segments. I guess little side quests, probably like little. Yeah, but it's like him trying to become the pirate king, so right? He's been looking for this treasure mm-hmm. for like a thousand yep, fucking a... episodes, but and you... he still hasn't found it. I saw a map. Where they laid out like their course through the series, and it like shows them, like their whole like them traveling from what is it island to island. Uh yeah, basically just throughout the whole entire ocean. But, yeah, and like you can follow their the course they've taken throughout the series. Yeah, on their travels. And there's certain nice. like arcs you can go travel and whatnot. I believe. Anyway, you're supposed to be picking a team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're kind of fucking this up. But. <laughs> All right, uh, so number two, um, definitely One Punch Man. Oh, come on now. (laughs) Dude, come on. I mean, here's the reason why, because it's a Dragon Ball Z episode, and that show harks on Dragon Ball Z. It it definitely makes fun of him quite a bit, and I love that parody side of that show. Then, I mean, he's just hilarious. He's like the most boring, uninteresting man. In that, though, the... That show's just good in another way. Yeah, in a parody sense, I'd say satire. No, I mean, but it's gotten good in like a serious way too. Like it oh, yeah. started out trying to be make fun of everything, and then you just get into it mm-hmm. because like the side characters have these crazy stories and abilities, and he's so yeah powerful that he can defeat it, people in one punch. But. Usually the side characters are fighting these guys first, and then he stumbles through and <laughs> like slaps them to pieces, and then gets zero credit for it. Yeah, it's great. It's fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, number three, definitely, and this is where I, I'm, I'm a weird one, I guess, amongst the uh, majority of Dragon Ball Z fans, but my all-time favorite villain. And I hope, I mean, I know we'll talk about him later, but Cell. Um, I mean. It's not weird. Cell's a scary dude. That's, uh, not, that's not weird. Not only just because of his, like, power and whatnot, but the intelligence there. You know, he's definitely a. See, we're, yeah, we'll we'll get into each villain and why every, all three of the main villains in Dragon Ball Z are all equally amazing but i think one yeah. reigns supreme overall same yo and but we'll get into we'll that we'll talk about that <laughs> um last 
last and this is where that video game slash anime pit comes in um because it's been in some kinds of anime technically but this character but akuma from the street fighter series oh yeah fuck yeah yeah the the shit yes i have to say I'm a little disappointed in you because the Hulk didn't end up on your team, and I'm just, I'm kind of baffled by this. It's an anime one, though. I wasn't doing superheroes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you've seen the Street Fighter Alpha movie. I did not. I actually missed that one. So good. I heard it was good. So I'm I was probably... watching that when I was watching Dragon Ball when I was like. 12 like that mm-hmm. that's an older movie like the street fighter anime movies are so fucking good yeah i'd always try to catch it on tv or anything like street fighter 2 hmm? street fighter 2 mm-hmm. is a masterpiece yeah absolutely that is an amazing movie did you guys pick teams not yet oh we did, okay we did last i wasn't sure though. if you guys maybe talked about it earlier but yeah, i don't know i've got i've got a quick one Okay. So this is just to make me a supervillain, thinking that my team <laughs> is going to have to save the world and that we're going to ultimately be doomed. So I picked this this kind of like, I guess, Suicide Squad-ish. So uh, I think I get the name right. Sophia from the Golden Girls, the old grandma <laughs> lady from the Golden Girls. Nice. Sam Kinison, just so he can just yell at people. Yeah. <laughs> And then we also need some watermelon smashing, so Gallagher. So I guess there is a sledgehammer in case we need to save the world, and George Bush Jr. Well, I guess if the planet's being being invaded by watermelons. Yeah, that that may come in handy, but that way my plot to end the world becomes foiled because it's just, you know. Gotcha. That's an interesting team. Yeah. That is a very interesting team. Interesting. (laughs) Definitely. What, and you 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 had a, a Goku inspired uh, huh? Not Goku, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z inspired team. Or you, if I, if I was picking my ultimate my ultimate Dragon Ball team, gotta have Vegeta. Um, but I also love Tien. He's like my favorite lesser side character. I just love Tien. I think he's the shit. He's badass. Like he's next to Krillin, the most powerful human, pure human on the planet. Yeah. Krillin is, which is funny because he gets so much shit. Is he a villain? No, Krillin is Goku's best friend. I will show you Krillin. You once you see him, you'll know who he is. He gets so much shit for being like almost like he's weak, but he's honestly Uh, yeah. Of all of the side characters, other than anybody who has Saiyan blood. He's like a little Buddha. But he is the most powerful human being on the planet, like, easily. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And then Tien would be second, I think. And then, I mean, even Piccolo wouldn't want to fight uh, Krillin these days, he said. Yeah. In Super. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He said he wouldn't want to fight Krillin because it, that's what's funny is you get a, like he gets yeah he gets such a bad rap almost not as bad as Yamcha definitely not as bad as, they even clowned him in Super I know I loved it like too. left him behind during the tournament of power he's like they're gonna come get me any second poor yeah and, and like <laughs> yeah I saw a video where it was like them waiting. 
and then it like pans to a like it goes to another shot and it's just his feet like swinging <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> oh like, man. bill you need to get in on this i yeah. oh you really you need to watch the show i guess even if you don't watch the old one Dragon Ball Super is pretty good, and it's a lot faster paced and easier to right. get through. Isn't Let's, that the one that came, that America kind of saw first, or uh, that, Dragon Ball Z, or was it Dragon Ball Z that kind of? Well, it depends on where you started watching it. But let's get like through. It, let's get through. Um, so we got our. So check this shit out. All right. First of all, <laughs> so let's get through the news. So yeah, each week we try to bring some cool shit that's coming your way things that are worth checking out whether it's movies tv or just kind of in the news yes check this shit out um so we'll get through this and then we'll get in because we all are excited to talk dragon ball obviously so Mm -hmm. what do you got for news billiam so johnny depp won his case and if you listen to the the lawyers they both said basically this is my version of what the lawyer said you are all dumpster fires of a relationship and people you all need therapy yeah that's what i'm putting in there shit together awarded johnny depp 13 million a net so uh amber heard got two million and of damages and johnny depp got 15 yeah well as long as he got more okay like he also lost a lot more with his contracts too, with like t- over two hundred million dollars for Pirates of the Caribbean and also stuff for. Uh, he might get all that stuff back though. Here, so I think yeah, he got his. I think he won points for his reputation as well. Well, yeah, he's gonna make out like a bandit in the future. So well, I guess he already has like some big movie offers coming in anyway. But he said if Disney offered him Pirates He'd back, say he'd, no. Yeah, I basically tell him to fuck off. You know, me too. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, under the bus and yeah and they kept yeah, and we were we, oh, were, no, we weren't even going to talk about this in the world <laughs> <laughs> they were going to have to eat a lot of crow to get, i don't know um uh, yeah so that's cool man like whatever now we can quit talking about it all right so we want to talk about cool shit and something that's coming out is the donnie kate's banner of war so it's a crossover between hulk and thor so nothing new hulk versus thor We've seen this before. We've seen this in the films. Yeah. We've but seen Don, it in What If comics. Movies. We've seen what it if. in What If. In What If, yep. Yeah, the so animated movie's good. Kate's takes this to new levels. Um, if you've been reading Hulk before, you, I'm sorry, you're about to say something there, Chelsea. No, I was just, I haven't finished Hulk and I haven't started Banner and I'm dying right now. I recommend it. If you like Donny Cates and what he does and how he builds things up to these kind of epic proportions... It's good. I I want to spoil it, but I'm not going to because once you get there, every the end of every book is kind of this big <gasps> and cliffhanger moment. Well, and I feel like yeah. that's how Kate's always writes, mm-hmm. which is one of the things he's one of my most favorite of our like modern day writers. It's I follow mm-hmm. all his stuff. I've been you know following Thor since I think issue number nine <clears throat> now, and I I can't get enough of it. I love it. I love that he did Hulk. I'm super stoked to read about this crossover. I I think it's going to be epic. And it so there are only three issues in out of six issues, I believe. Um, so it's not too late if you haven't got some of the issues, I think. But at the same time, right now, if you wait till it's a trade paperback so you could binge the whole thing, you can't go wrong there either. True. So, but it's still, and I'll, once it wraps up, I'll give you my final thoughts because 
with Cates. He does a lot of things that are good, but it, some things he ends better than others. Okay, so, so what, Donnie Cates. How many issues is this supposed to be? Six. And there's three out now, you said? Yes. Okay. So we kind of got to this big moment, and I won't. I can't spoil because I know you haven't caught up with the previous Thor storyline, so I will have to stop there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. We both need to get caught up. Yeah, for sure. I Goals for the weekend. Absolutely. But other things, cool shit to check out, is there's a new Star Wars trailer that's coming out, or just yes. came out, Andor. So it is a prequel to Rogue One, um, and it comes out on Disney Plus August 31st. Um, I think we've all kind of watched the trailer. It didn't really say a lot. It looks epic, though. It, and it looks like I was going like to say, it, well it kind together. of does. I like that. I feel like other, um, you know, when it comes to like trailers now, it, like different ones that I've seen, it seems like people are taking that kind of Marvel approach where they're not really giving you anything at all. You just kind of get a snippet, but you're like, well, wh- what exactly is happening? You kind of get the, serious, though. the Imperial, you know, army. I'm not sure if that's the right name. It coming in and invading, you know, the tribal kind of countries or, you know, the tri- you know, they're still had villaging, you know, very reminded me of, you know, the first Star Wars where Luke was kind of in that that farm or that he was in. Yeah. Right. More yeah. Modernized, kind of, more a little more urban. Yeah, exactly. More urban kind of living. Yeah. Very similar to what we've seen in the cities of uh, Mandalorian and the others looks like the beginnings of the rebellion exactly yeah which it's the the spark that ignited the i would definitely watch that i think because i mean star wars is it's becoming such a huge thing now (laughs) with all the shows and stuff that i can't keep up with it all but that one i would definitely i would be interested in checking out especially because i loved rogue one that was i was just gonna say that movie was was awesome it was really good good. it probably doesn't get as much love as it needs no it kind of just it kind of gets it kind of just gets left out of the conversation middle but so many people i talk to though it's like in their top three star wars movies though like rogue one is one of their favorites i love that one it's great it it could stand alone as itself i believe i love the absolutely the contrast you got in that with the vader scene at the end and then the you got the contrasting scene at the end of the mandalorian with luke doing nearly the same thing it's a good point i never thought of it yeah it was like nearly the same but them just wrecking shop in their own way we need to watch the mandalorian and boba fett because neither one of us have seen that oh yeah from what i i know so before we go off on another tangent bill finished up batman the three jokers (gasps) Uh, I know you were encouraging him. Heck to, yeah, to and he just too. finished it not that long ago yes. too. Okay, so, so like hold, everybody's hold, hold on a second. So does that mean warning people we have spoilers, Joe? Yep, spoilers. spoilers. I mean, this is a pretty old book though, so, so I doubt. So if, we're like, if you haven't read it now, and I think anything that we say, if you really enjoy the storytelling, which this does have great storytelling, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what the main the thing about twist. this. That's the main thing about this is that it is a solid story. And it's the three Jokers are pulling from other classic Batman stories, right? Uh, yes. This, mm-hmm. So you get the first one, which was uh, Death in the Family. Yes, or, Death and, in the Family. Death yes. In the Family, and, and you then, get like yes, cla- where he killed Jason Todd. Classic, mm-hmm. like gangster style Joker, which was uh, Killing Joke. 
right? Or Killing Joke was one of them. Killing Joke, I believe, no, is the killing, third one. Is yep. Third, the third one. You the had middle one? one, they kind of made him more of like a Heath Ledger type, which there are graphic novels of him. I have one of them. Yeah. So I know kind of like his story, and he is more of like the he's gangster. He's the type. older, more like chill so, gangster. Yeah. He was the clown, right? The criminal and the comedian. And the yep. comedian. Yes, yep. the clown was the first one, I believe, right? Or was he the criminal? So just the criminal was the middle one. Yes. Okay. Yep. So that's what so they are. Real quick, your for your impressions on the book, uh, and just kind of rate it for us and like on our recommendation and what you thought overall. So if you, as far as getting a deep kind of Batman story where you've already read, you know, Death in the Family and some of these other stories, it was great. Um, I don't know if I would appreciate it if I didn't recognize those stories as much. It was still a great story. And the end twist was like, like beautiful. Yes, it oh, was. So, so yes, spoiler. Joker saves Batman. He, he He's basically legitimately a psychologist and solves is therapeutic to him just so he can fuck him over later. Yep. So I yep. can stab the back into you later. It was like, crazy. So, it was so good. Not yes. expecting what you would expect in a Joker, and that's what made him Joker. I I loved it. I thought it was to me. It was just it yeah. Was the cra- the madness of the plan. Like it doesn't even make any sense. Like mm-hmm. his whole motivation. It's like so you go through this whole process, and it's for just like literally some rambling lunatics fucking crazy vision like it makes zero sense that why mm-hmm. everybody had to go through that yep yep it like yeah. make it's that is, which is perfect that's because that's like the madness of the joker like it doesn't make sense yes exactly and i think maybe writers focus too much on like trying to make sense give him a reason to <laughs> fucking do shit and le- other than just just come up with some some crazy thing that doesn't make any sense and then make it fit into the story like you know what i mean just like this it's like it didn't make it made zero sense like for any of it to happen and that's like the beauty of it for sure it was yeah yeah, it was it was great and what was definitely um shocking which this is you know spoiler too as well is um when jason when he shot was it the clown yeah i was the clown wasn't it that he shot in the the head one i that shocked the shit. Like, I was just not expecting that. But it was such a, like, a sweet, like, mwah, like brutal twist. I love when they're not afraid to off somebody, you know. Oh. And mm. and so, to me, it was just great that, you know, Jason just was like, fuck him. So it took the step off the ledge. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because, you know, you don't always get that. And so, it's so interesting to it's see not, that happen. It's, like, not hard for Jason to do that, though. And it's not, but still, you know, you don't think. You're like, they're not going to kill the Joker. They always allude to it, but they're not really. But they're like, well, one of them's going down. And it, it was just perfect, though, the way that it happened. But I, I was still surprised. But it was very satisfying. Well, and to add on to that, too, I was going to say I loved the brutality in it. And they were not afraid to show any gore. So it definitely, it's definitely a black label. Definitely book. black label. Black label is just <clears throat> I, the cream of the crop. Like it was, amazing. It yeah. is. I have not. There hasn't been, I think, a single thing that I've read that like I didn't like. I've loved all of Black Label. It is my favorite. But I like the adulty dark 
comics. So, like, that's what I want, you know? I don't want, like, you know, Tutti Frutti, like, oh, everything's sunshine and rainbows. Like, didn't you admit you also like uh, Archie comics, too? Okay, yes. However. (laughs) Oh, I have something for you, then. (laughs) You really? Do you like Archie comics? Yes, I have, like, I have the second digest ever that came out. I have one polar opposites. Yeah, okay, I do. Yeah, I love Archie, but also that's not like when it comes to my heroes and stuff, I don't want like super tame, like, oh my God, nobody dies and everything is sunshine and rainbows in the end. I'm like, give me the fuck which is, up shit. Which is something we're going to talk about when we get into the Dragon Ball stuff. Like, one of my only bitches about the show I love the most in this whole wide world, but I still have my issues with it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just jump into it. It's time for Yeah, some. absolutely. Are we good? Yeah. Is that it? All right. So, well, before you do that. Th- what, this? Did you give a number? One out of ten. Oh. Nine. Nine. Nine only because I think you need the other ones to... For, now, this, as far as somebody who isn't a fully versed in Batman, you know, so... I don't think you have to be to read that one. Maybe I not. think you need to know the backstories a little bit, truthfully. But honestly, little, I mean, it helps. The killing joke, especially with the killing joke. I mean, yeah. I just well, yeah, because the ending. Like, I mean, you have to know that. You have to know the killing joke to un- to also understand the ending of that. Maybe, so. maybe I'm saying that thinking, but because I've read a lot of Batman, especially so have especially I. like the the stories that are like essential. Yep. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm looking at this through a warped lens maybe you do have to I, would I, you, what would you rate it i'd say the same i was gonna say i could agree it's with a you damn that, near like, perfect Batman i could almost story. give it a 10 i would give it like a 9.75 the other you know like <laughs> 0.25 would be the fact that you do have to read death in the family and killing joke brother and that it is but flawless. which are both incredible too yes what i think is freedom. important to note about that in any good story is how it ends. Yes. There's so many good comics that start out so epic and wow, ooh, but then the wrap up isn't there. Right. You're like, well, that, that was ends, not very satisfying. <laughs> and that one is ending in a very satisfying Well, they hashed way. it out like a like a novel. Like you would hash out the entire story before putting it into books. And maybe they do that, but may, like they think their ending is epic enough. Like, what do you think that is? Death, I would call it death by committee is what I would what I see it as is so, as far as like Marvel or some of the big ones. It's like somebody writes this epic ending and then they, the editor goes, mm, no, yeah, maybe you, you we need more characters. Do We're doing something with Venom and uh, Thunderbolts. So put them in there. They, they need to do something. And then, you know, I think yeah. there's two sometimes. I think that's why I'm almost like a little more independent con- comics so they can get away from that and kind of that's be their kind of own what, structure. That's what happened with the, uh, what was that one called? Uh, uh, help me out here. The fucking heroes thing that Marvel. Heroes Reborn? Yes. Heroes Reborn. Like, that, was, they did so, that, that was well. so good, but they ended it on such like a weak note. S- same thing with yeah. the, um, I know you haven't finished it, but uh, um Dark Ages. I have one issue left. I have all of them now. I was going to read it all together, but that's going to suck if it doesn't end on a good it, note. It did. Because it was it... good, but 
they tried to do too much. It, yeah. And yeah. I think it, I think it could have been it's if it was an ongoing series, the ideas they put in there would have been great. But since they wrapped it up in five, six issues, I felt shorthanded. Well, and it's I wish Marvel would do sometimes what even like DC has been doing with their like 12 part shit, you know, like their yeah. Dark Knights of Steel. It's like spread it out a little bit, you know, and and give us a little bit more so we can get better substance. You know, I want quality versus quantity. Like, yes, I love seeing all the heroes get together and, you know, do their thing. But not at the expense of you're going to give me a bomb-ass storyline to start and then fail to give me that epic conclusion to it. Maybe that's the problem in comics, like, right now, period, is, is like, everybody... And movies. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all conditioned to have these big events where everybody's there and, you know, oh, it's a crossover. There's Spider-Man in the background. And, like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> we forget to just enjoy a superhero movie for what it is. And like when yeah. Iron Man came out, we're not looking for fucking anybody in the background or searching for the Where's Easter eggs. Thanos gonna show up? Where's we were just the, like, yeah. oh, this yeah. movie. We were like, this is a badass fucking movie. Like, just like Winter Soldier and like all the early MCU movies, and like comics are like that too now. We're like, yep. got, it's got to have the big event. Or Spider Man just being the neighbor friendly neighborhood Spider Man, not. Anything epic. He's just saving some people on a train. Taking it back to simple roots is like what they were kind of doing with Doctor Strange. Like, yeah, we got some of that crossover and we expected this huge event and we didn't get that. And but it was still it's like taking it back down to like keeping it simple. What made this shit like good in the first place and i think in a lot of ways they're needing to test new grounds and develop new fans develop new actors because they really need a new generation of actors to continue something long and big scale that's true because i mean you know this i mean the whole infinity saga that started back in 2008 you know and so now it's like everybody's getting older and yes maybe like you know, certain characters could maybe go on for, you know, a little bit longer. But, you know, Guardians 3, uh, that's the last time we're going to see that team together. And then they're done, you know, and they're going to move on and give, you know, something else. So maybe get a new Guardians team. Probably. I mean, there's hasn't there been quite a few of them yeah. throughout, you know, throughout the years? That'd like be pretty rad, actually. Or was an Avenger well, for a while. At the, end of the se- uh... at the end of the second one, the Ravager team that... Uh, Sylvester Stallone's team. I think that was a a version of the Guardians. I'm pretty sure some of those members were in the. Well, yeah, I forgot that he was in that had that short. Yeah, I'll yeah just be pretty, sad when we dude, don't have. And they hinted at that like being a thing, kind of at the end of that movie, and it didn't turn into anything. Anyway, so fucking Dragon Ball. Let's talk about that. Fuck yeah. That's what we're here for. Fuck yeah. Yes. Bill. <laughs> Bill, I will Google right, it. I'm, I'm leaving the room. No, I kidding. will Google <laughs> images to show you as we go along and help you out. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> okay, so I don't, I don't know if you know, but the original Dragon Ball manga was started in 1984. That's the same year I was born. Also the same year that the Ninja Turtles were created. So it's just a great year all around, right? That it's is totally a great, a great year. year. It's an amazing year, and it's the same year I was born. And I think that's I don't sometimes like I don't feel like I'm a religious person, but I do feel like 
I'm like a spiritual person in weird ways. Like I feel like some things are like just fated to happen. They were just I, meant to be, and we you were feel created like that was... the same year, just so I could love Dragon Ball Z my whole life. Me and Star Wars. Uh, me and I grunge. love I love Star Wars. <laughs> it's a huge part of like who I am. I have a tattoo on my body, just as long and just the same as like Dragon Ball Z. But Dragon Ball Z means more to me than any like comic book, any superhero, any thing ever it's like my favorite show it's just your most favorite thing and ever in the history ever, of ever <laughs> I, I hardly ever talk about it in the group and i don't know why that is but it really is it's like more de- near and dear to me than even spider-man or anything like i get that though that, I that love totally it. makes it's sense like to my core, uh, I am Dragon Ball. That is like, your that ultimate, is, like that is the love of your life when it comes yes. to like your like fandom or whatever. You're like it and is. You DBZ. know, I remember the first episode I ever saw. I was I got home from school, and I'm like flipping through the channels, and I was a big fan of like Street Fighter, mm-hmm. and like Ryu and Ken, and their ability to like manipulate energy and shit. Yeah, and I always thought that was really dope. And then I was I was flipping through. And it was the episode where Gohan, um, Bulma, and Krillin are going to Namek, right? Right. And they come across that ship that's um, got a mirror finish on it. Do you remember that? Yes. And it's like that. I've come to find out these people are running from Frieza. They're just out there hiding in space. Right. (coughs) But they don't know that, and they're like attacking... Gohan and them and whatever. Mm-hmm. I saw the part where Gohan, um, the little girl, is about to like be hit with a bunch of fire, mm-hmm. and Gohan runs out and he like does his Masenko blast, yeah, and fucking like dissipates the fire, and is like. <laughs> And it was like really awesome looking, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And like, I kept like How watching. How old were it. you when you said that? No, I was just kidding. Oh, I probably, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm telling you, I was like twelve, eleven or twelve, and I probably did say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is like what the the show I've been looking for my whole life, which is like ten whole years." <laughs> Yeah, like well, try, to, like, try to recreate. It was again. like it was made just for me. So, so here, yeah, holy fucking shit, man! All right, yeah, yeah, holy fucking shit, man! Yeah, that's, that's young <laughs> Mike. <laughs> holy fucking shit! Yeah, but, but so I just started watching it every day, and this is the super edited. Uh, it wasn't even Funimation yet. It was um, tell you. Pioneer, or, oh Pioneer! Pioneer yeah. Studios had the rights at that point, and they had only done it up to a certain point, so you could watch the beginning of the show. And they wouldn't even like say that you died in it, or like show a fist landing on another person. They would like do these weird bursts in front, like edit in weird shit, and just like super edited the show. And I still loved it because I didn't know any better. Right. But 
it only went up to like the point where Goku shows up on Namek and then fights Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Or well, beats Raccoon in like two seconds. But <laughs> and then it would start over. So I had to watch it over and over and over. I watched the show up to that point. So I never even saw anybody turn into a Super Saiyan for like two years. Wow. Holy shit. Until until Funimation bought it and then started, continued the show. Right. And then I could finally watch it unedited. I would go and buy the new VHS tapes. They would drop two at a time. Mm-hmm. And I would, every, the day they fucking came out, I would go to like Sam Goody and buy these tapes. I had every episode of Dragon Ball Z in a six foot like shelf <laughs> on VHS and it took up the whole thing. That's insane. That is so crazy. Because I mean, you know, and I that, streamed the whole thing, obviously. That was so. just Dragon Ball Z. I have a set of, I mean, it's in DVDs now and it's like. You know, I'm doing like, you know, 12 inches. It's like not even a big deal. I have all the series. It's like one, not even a whole shelf, you know, but that's just Dragon Ball Z. Every shelf just like a s- taller than me. And then he had Dragon Ball right beside it on another shelf or. <laughs> no, I didn't have. I actually didn't watch Dragon Ball like the original show all the way through until later. I've never seen that one. I saw. I've seen Dragon Ball Z, although I did not watch the first season. He, Vince tried to get me to watch it, and I thought it was boring. I, I hated it. Like, the first episode, I was like, this little bitch kid is just crying for his daddy the whole time. You I'm over skip, it. You gotta skip that stuff and just get so, into Raditz. We went right, no, we just, we went right into, was it season two when they go to Namek and Frieza and everything? Like, we yeah. started there, but we started there because he was watching Dragon Ball Super, and I started being like, why are these hairless kitties, like, fighting each other? And what's with these eggs? Like, what is happening right now? Like, what's going on? And he was like, we're just going to have to start the whole thing over. And then you can watch Super with me. So that's what we did. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I'd have to say my, where I first jumped into Dragon Ball Z, because I'm a little younger than you, was the Android Saga. <clears throat> that was what was currently live and running on the show at the time. Um, so, oh, you know, so you got into it. That's a good time. Yeah. And so all the rest of it, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z through the Frieza saga and all of that. And the Saiyan saga, I had to watch through reruns, but I was totally fine with that. But, um, it was, I mean, I remember the first time I ever watched it, that same feeling you're talking of just being like, wow, this is like made for me like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, it was just made just for you. Like when you get that sense is like, this is, if I made a show or you feel like if I made a show, this is what I would make. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, absolutely incredible. Like I just, in the Android saga, you're right. Great saga to jump yes. into. But, um, well, the best part is watching Yamcha get a hand shoved through his chest. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, such like a little bitch in that suit. Like, Yamcha. That's, yeah. No, that's the saga that, like, that's the part of the show that made me hate him. Yeah. Was when he was like, oh, fuck, we gotta get out of here, guys. They're gonna kill us all. <laughs> 
But yeah, so I started watching Dragon Ball Super. She got into it, and it was so funny yeah. because, you know, uh, yeah, she wasn't having um, season one at all. So I was like, all right. And so, yeah, I got into the Android saga, and uh, Chelsea and I um, were getting into the series. I was watching Dragon Ball Super, and she uh, started asking questions. I was like, well, you're going to have to watch the show. Mm-hmm. And so um, we started watching the season two like she was saying and uh, (laughs) the most hilarious thing about it is you know she kept saying when are we going to get to the fights uh when it when is frieza going to come into it all this and she learned the valuable lesson in um most animes uh it's filler 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 episodes and she i was like you have no idea how lucky you are because there was nothing more infuriating and i'm sure it is you know waiting for that next episode to come out next week and then it comes out and it's a filler episode it's just nothing but them talking dude it's like oh. 80 episodes till Namek explodes that, it never yeah. bo- that stuff never bothered me with that show it doesn't mean either but i can see where with most people it would get kind of annoying and the, be kind of redundant the only filler that ever bothered me and i always skip it because you don't you literally don't have to watch it for it, anything to like the story will flow completely fine without even watching it is the garlic junior saga when right after they beat frieza and then right before trunks shows up yeah garlic junior yeah. was stupid i like I... I like garlic junior as a as a villain because i am a huge fan of like the original movies too mm-hmm. um dead zone that's such a fucking great movie and it's literally, it's actually the first episode of Dragon Ball Z. Right. Like, so the, it takes place before, and it's actually one of the only movies that ties into the actual series as well. Some, the movies are like their standalone thing. Yeah. Other than like in Super and those movies tie into the series. It's right. kind of weird, but like they're standalone things otherwise, but Dead Zone is actually the first episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Which is, Garlic Jr. is the first villain in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Yeah, well, he sucks, so. But (laughs) you were asking about, we were talking about, uh, Bill said something about immortality. And just the wishes. So Garlic Jr. is, Dragon Ball's branch you wishes. Garlic Jr. is the only one that I can think of that has achieved uh, being granted immortality by the dragon. Like, uh, he... Was it a curse, then? Yes. Because he get, much like Superman in, like, the original Superman, where they, or in, what was it, Superman 2 or 3 or whatever, where they lock Zod away in the negative zone. That's what the dead zone is. It's the same thing. It's like he is immortal, but he ends up being locked away in this nether dimension where nothing is. He comes back later in the series after they fight Frieza, and it's lame. That's what I'm saying. You gotta like just skip that part. Yeah, you don't even really need it, honestly. Like, that's the only part of Dragon Ball Z that I didn't like. Like from the show that I'll skip. I didn't like that mm-hmm. or the Saiyan saga. It was just, it was boring. So you are missing. You're out. missing out, like on, like you wanted a good fight. 
No, I go, just wanted to no, get through his kid well, being no, lost listen, in the forest. Uh, no, you, like, and if you would have waited mm-hmm. and watched them fight Raditz and then watched Goku go train with King Kai and then understood what he went through to gain the powers he did to fight Vegeta. Yep. K.O. Ken times 10. And yeah, the K.O. Ken and like learning the spirit bomb mm-hmm. and all these fucking like all the shit like that prepared him, like propelled him into becoming one of the most powerful people in the universe. Yeah. He started off really strong and then he died. So they fight. Okay. Bill's like <laughs> so confused. <I'm> sure. <laughs> okay. So in the beginning of the show. So. And I, the, I don't the, necessarily want to know like the story recap. I like the more of the, you know, c- analysis comparing them to other, you know, like a Star Wars character or another comic book. Like, like levels analogies. of power, like a levels of power, or just like you know, like the different kind of you know. In, in the beginning of the show, Goku uh, was pr- strong enough to lift like a, a couple buses. So is he a Luke Skywalker? He's. What do you mean? No, I wouldn't say so. He no. is. It's hard to explain him because Goku is the Goku, type of character uh, he never stops training and never wants to stop fighting and getting strength and getting stronger and fighting the strongest person out there all the time. He's a good person in the sense that he only cares about like martial arts and becoming stronger and training. And making sure that he's ready for the next challenge. And that's kind of the story of Dragon Ball is like transcending your own limits. And he Mm -hmm. differs in Superman in the way that Superman is as strong as Superman is. And he just becomes as strong as he needs to be. And we don't even know what Goku's limits are. Goku is propelled to higher levels of strength by the prospect of stronger enemies. Or not even enemies, but challenges. he sees them as opponents and challenges to overcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He never wants to. He never wants to like kill someone or no. But he he loves fighting. But he loves to fight to the degree that he's obsessed. Yep. Like and yep. like becoming being the strongest in the universe means everything to him. Not because he wants ultimate power, just that challenge to him is exciting and he he wants to make sure that he's the strongest yes. so so what about let me ask vince here first what other kind of i guess life lessons or kind of anecdotes like that do you take from dragon ball um or is that i mean if that's a fact i guess i'm assuming something there too but um you know not only that but also uh, personal relationships like friendships and stuff like that, you know, basically having to rely on others because there are many times where Goku can't do it by himself. You know, he actually does need almost help. all the time. He, yeah. yeah he so it, it's like I the, love that message too of unity. You know, you, you can't, it's okay to rely on somebody else if you need help, you know, in a certain point in your life. And that's what, I, a very valuable life lesson I had learned from that show early and on. You see the consequences of being too prideful and not accepting help. Like Goku and Vegeta, for the most part, when they fight a very powerful opponent, they don't want to like do the smart thing and let's let's team up, let's partner up, and we'll mm-hmm. take them down together. They're like, no, 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 no. 
we're going to rock, paper, scissors and see who gets to fight him first. Yep. <sighs> yeah. And when you yeah. get your ass kicked, then it's my turn. But you don't fucking jump into this. Like, they're like, don't don't be jumping into my fight. Yep. Yeah. And it's always like that. Until later, and then when they're fighting Jiren at the end, and they finally, like... Yeah. That's one of the greatest things about it, is, like, the... He mentioned friendship, and the slow burn on... It, like, yeah, it does take a while in like the episodes and how things are drawn out but that allows for incredible character development over time it does and it like very much does especially for like vegeta it took so long for them first he was a like in, like there to destroy the planet he showed up mm-hmm. to wipe out the earth and then he was a reluctant he was their enemy then he was a reluctant ally then they were he was living on Earth, and then he had a family, and now he's like they're they were on on each other's team, but they he still didn't like Goku. They'll never like each no, other. They're, they're, but I would say they're friends now. You would th- you'd say they're friends? But yes, they're just they're still rivals in the sense that they drive each other to greater heights of strength. That's true. Yeah, they're always pushing each other because neither one of them wants the other to be better. So they're both pushing and training so hard to be like, they're not going to beat me. But to add on to that, though, uh, uh, there was one other time that they actually did fight together um, in Unity. uh, I believe the Boo Saga. Well, yeah, like Fusion. Yeah, Vegito. I love Vegito. The Fusion thing was great. That's different. That's different because they... For them to fight side by side against Jiren and fight fluidly together and like not like actually t- time their moves together and fight as a unit is more impressive because of their history. Right. Because they are so like, like against like fighting together and let it like letting anybody, letting each other help mm-hmm. the other. Or anybody else jump into their fight because they want to test their own limits. Yeah. But yes. at this point, they were fighting for their universe, and if they lost... Their universe would be destroyed. So, I mean, yeah. they, they had like to they, give it everything they got. They had to work together, and they had to overcome that. And that was such a beautiful moment in Super. Mm-hmm. It was. And, and I would actually say that Vegeta was stronger than Goku in that moment. Because yeah. Goku was Super Saiyan Blue, but he was also using uh, like a perfected version of Kaioken, which is a a power multiplier. So he's using Super Saiyan Blue and that power multiplier on top of that. Vegeta hit a new level of power, which I would almost say was Super Saiyan 2 version of Super Saiyan, like the... That would be like Super Saiyan 2. Okay. I think he hit Super Saiyan 2 in, in Super Saiyan Blue. Right. So. I lost my mind I when think, they went Ultra Instinct. So when, when he did that, he wasn't using a multiplier. Right. Vegeta, Goku was. Mm-hmm. So he was running on pure power and they were matched in their in their power, so I think Vegeta was actually stronger. If he had Kaioken, he would have been 
even more powerful than Vegeta or Goku. Right. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things like <clears throat> that's another thing that I love to see within that show is you get to see all sorts of characters in their own ways get more powerful. Um, even though, yeah, towards a later on part of the series, especially in Super, no one can even come close to Vegeta or Goku within their friends group. But, you know, they, like you, you were just saying though, like Krillin, a lot of people sleep on him. He is literally the most powerful, uh, pure human being on the planet. Like absolutely in the universe. Mm -hmm. Like nobody can even, like I was saying, like even Piccolo would was saying he wouldn't want or who said that was it piccolo or tn i think it because they were who said that Uh, they said they wouldn't want to fight krillin because yeah he is the most powerful human on the planet maybe it was tn because i was thinking it was piccolo but it could be TN. and if you look at it like think about it like this when you were watching uh, the Frieza saga and Goku goes Super Saiyan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, Goku is like the like his weakest version of Super Saiyan because you can like you can transform, but that only means like that doesn't mean you like one Super Saiyan's the same power as another. Mm-hmm. Like Goku and Super Saiyan. Just base level Super Saiyan is going to be way more powerful than like Goten, right? In, in Super Saiyan. Well, yeah, and he even had. He's to... actually more powerful in his regular base form than he was when he fought Frieza as a Super Saiyan. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I mean, he had to hone those skills too, and be able to. Because that was so much like raw power for him at the time. He wasn't able to stay in that form necessarily for like too long you know he has to learn how to you know hone in on that and you know for me well and to perfect the forms yeah go ahead well i was just gonna say it the thing that was kind of a bummer for me was i already knew that he went super saying and i knew about all that stuff i've known a lot of things about the show before i went into it so that part of it, that was kind of a bummer for me. Like, I didn't... Because you didn't get to be surprised. Exactly, yeah. Because I already knew that it was going to happen and everything. So when I got to watch Super, that was all brand new for me. And some of it with Vince, too. But, like, when I got to see them go to, like, God level, you know, when they were, like, Super Saiyan Red and then Blue mm-hmm. and then Ultra Instinct, like, that was a fucking trip <laughs> for me. And... I loved every moment of it, like getting to watch that. So it was nice to get to enjoy all the elements of, you know, like super and. So I got a question for you all. Well, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Is there ever a point where Dragon Ball made you cry? Uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was just going to get into that. Okay. So she was just talking about like how when she. Um, when she saw Super Saiyan and all that, it wasn't that big a deal for you because you'd already seen it. For me, like I said, I'd been watching the same episodes on repeat, like the same edited shitty episodes I'd been reading. This is back when the internet, when the internet was like not good. So you had to like yeah. really dig for information. And so I'd only read about Super Saiyan. I'd only read about the later stuff. 
And so when I finally came time and Goku turned uh, Super Saiyan for the first time, because it's like a while. And like the whole time they keep talking about, Vegeta keeps talking about that he's a Super Saiyan and he keeps thinking that, go like he keeps going back and forth and thinking because they keep making massive jumps in power. Like, after Vegeta and Goku fight each other on Earth, they all go to Namek and try to get the Dragon Balls there because the Piccolo died. It's a whole thing. But, so they go, and so, like, while they're in space, they start making these massive levels and, like, jumps in power. Because they're, like, on the way to Namek, Goku's training at, like, a hundred times normal gravity. And, like, in this spaceship on the way there. And, like, he shows up and, like, defeats this super powerful, super powerful team of <clears throat> specialized fighters that Frieza has. The Ginyu Force. The Ginyu Force. And he shows up and handles them with ease. Like, and they're wiping everybody else that's already on Namek out. Like, they are fucking... They take out Piccolo, they're taking out Krillin, and Gohan, and it's not looking good, but Goku shows up and wipes them out, and he's not a Super Saiyan yet, but he gets so there. That's, that's the and, god level. Super Saiyan is the god level? No. no. Well, oh, it, no, okay. he gets... What's initially, that? What that okay, mean? well, listen. So they, <laughs> he shows up, and Vegeta's like, oh, he's a Super Saiyan, thinking because he's so... Like, made such a massive jump, he's like, he's got to be. Not true. But eventually, Go Goku ends up fighting Frieza, which is the big bad guy. Like, the first really big bad guy of Dragon Ball Z. And in that fight, Frieza ends up killing Krillin. Like, he... He explodes him from yeah, the he, inside he out. He grabs him, like, with the force, so like, like what you bolt. would call... He grabs him and then just like clenches his fist and fucking makes him explode. And that's I, like I want to do that to people some days. Well, Hell he fucking. Yeah. But so, I'm probably glad that I don't have that power. <laughs> but but the rage from that and the level of power he had achieved already allowed him to turn into a Super Saiyan the first time. And the first time I saw that, and it's a pretty emotional moment, but. Because at that point, you're pretty emotionally invested in, like, Krillin and everybody. Oh, yeah. And and he gets he turns into a Super Saiyan, and that's, like, the first time I cried watching Dragon Ball Z was seeing that. I cried when Cell killed Trunks, when he killed future Trunks. I was just, like, <laughs> I was devastated. I was, like, he killed my, my precious baby trunks he doesn't like, die but i mean like that's what i thought though you know what i mean i was like he killed or him did he die? Did like he i'm pretty sure he blows a hole I in his remember. chest yeah he does but i can't remember if he gets healed before dying or not i don't i don't think he I did i think he does but yeah so like there are there's been multiple times that i've cried one of the heaviest moments in dragon ball z is like when Vegeta he's gone through like his whole arc of being a villain to a 
to a reluctant ally to a hero at this point because the whole show the only reason he's been helping is to like be stronger than Goku and not he doesn't really give a fuck about like who he hurts or in like his battles or anything but he finally fighting Majin Buu which is the final bad guy in Dragon Ball Z he finally hits a point where he decides that he's going to fight for the planet and for his family and for everyone other than himself. And like, not only that, but like, like King Hippo from Mike Tyson's punch out. That's, and he loves sweets. That's all he wants all the time is chocolate. Yep, that's the I've, I've first, seen that now. Yeah. yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> that's the first Majin Buu you see, mm-hmm. but he changes a bunch of times. Yep. He's got like three forms. Uh no, he's got more. Oh, he goes through a bunch, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, what made me cry about that part? We should fucking show you. <laughs> but like he sacrifices himself and like attempts to destroy Boo by blowing himself up, and that that just him making that change in character and then on top of on top of that uh the way he like does it for his son and i had a pretty fucking shitty dad growing up so i never saw what like doing something selfless for your family looked like and so when i saw that i was like oh that's what you're supposed to do as a dad that and one, that, that always was a great part. that always stuck with me like in a big way because I was like it taught me a valuable lesson on how to take care of my kids. Mm-hmm. Because that's what a real dad would do. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely a great shift for Vegeta as a character too. You know, and like getting to see that like seeing there really be, is a ton of seeing him be growth. self selfless, sorry. Seeing him be selfless when he was always so selfish. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no. I was gonna say the one moment that made me cry as a kid was the uh, scene where Goku sacrifices himself to uh, kill Raditz, Mm -hmm. um, and has Piccolo do the special beam cannon through uh, Raditz's armor and his chest plate and through his chest. You know. That part is highly emotional, too. I mean, because Piccolo, even at that moment, uh, Piccolo, that's his greatest adversary because, you know, um, Goku defeated him when he was King Piccolo. Uh, he he was even reluctant in that moment, and Goku just screaming, you know, do it and whatnot, and he mm-hmm. does. It's, it, uh, you see them both fall. That big flash of white light from the special beam cannon. It's like, oh no, you know? And that's really, I think, the first time Goku ever dies in the series, right? Yeah. So, you that's know. the first time he dies ever. So it was like, blew my mind. I was like, what? How is he dead? And obviously, you know, then he does come back. But um, yeah, that that scene. But even his, even his path to come back to life was a whole process it was like he made the journey down snake way to king kai to learn everything he needed to learn like we were saying to fight vegeta when they got there 
Mm-hmm. And the, uh, if I wish he would have watched that fight because it was so. The fight with between Goku and Vegeta is like the first really intense, like high level fight. I have seen it actually. Oh, have like, you? I've watched it before. Yes, okay. I've and I've watched the fight with Raditz where he got the beam through his chest. Like I went and watched those on YouTube. Okay. Later to you know to check them out, but. Yeah, when Goku and Vegeta, the mod- one of the most iconic scenes in their first fight. Sorry, I'm like burping. Uh, is when. Uh, My chair makes me sound like I'm Vege- farting. So you're all good. <laughs> yeah, Goku had just hit uh, Vegeta with a fucking uh, spirit bomb, and he was all pissed and came back, and he like gets ready to throw his Gallic gun. Mm-hmm. And Goku does his Kaioken, and then he does the Kamehameha, and he's like times four Kaioken or something. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking when they like uh, are holding each other's blast back. Mm-hmm. That part is like amazing, and one of the coolest parts about like the first episodes of that show. Yeah, and that fight in particular. Is one of the best ones in the whole series. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, and I mean, there that that's what I love about that show. There are so many moments like that that are just highly emotional, high high. Well, in that fight, impact. they're they're fighting for their lives. Like, yeah, they're like, and like when you know where they go later. It makes that fight like so much more emotional too because it's just they're so primal in that fight and just like fighting tooth and claw to fucking beat each other and they just can't yeah finish finish each other off and they don't like they both are broken and fucking bloody at the end yeah like so you were talking about uh we no well before the episode started we were talking about uh favorite villains and which mm-hmm. one we think is the best out of yes. the three out of the three or any villain but i think the top three we know who the top three are yeah well yeah Fre- absolutely. frieza cell and Majin boo, boo. Yep. yeah so i think they're all excellent villains in their own right and i think they all are equally amazing in their own right mm-hmm uh, but I have one that I think, um, is more powerful than the other two, but initially didn't seem that way. And that's Frieza. I love Frieza. Frieza is my favorite. If you look at how powerful he was when he fought Goku, he was as powerful as a super saiyan. Yep. Uh, just naturally, he'd never trained a day in his life. No, he was um, just come like, to find yeah. out he'd never ever tried. He's like, this is how I am. Yeah, yeah it's just exactly. how he was born. He's just a bad motherfucker, and he's so just blatantly evil. And yes. I also love that. Like, and he's like that no shame. Ra- <laughs> he's like that space racist, calling everybody, <laughs> calling everybody monkeys and shit. You're like, he's terrible. <laughs> but when he did train and i'm saying that with quotations because he was like beating that guy to half to death every day for four months and called that training Mm -hmm. 
But if he seriously trained like Goku and Vegeta, he would be at a level that they could never catch him. Yeah, I think even gods in the universe would have problems with him. He would be the most powerful being in the universe. Absolutely. Like the multiverse. I agree with that. Frieza has like limitless potential to be like incredibly powerful if he wasn't such a prideful, stupid ass Mm -hmm. and like actually would try. But he thinks it's beneath him. And he has, um, I mean, many forms as well to like. Which I also loved about him. I loved seeing him evolve. Some of them are creepier than others. I'm not going to lie. Some of them I was like, eh. But I love, you know, seeing his transition too. And mm-hmm. I just, I just, I think I just love his pure just evilness about him. Like, that's just what I love about him. He's just evil, no shame, like, and just powerful as fuck. I'm like, I dig it. So could you relate him to another Marvel or DC character? I don't know. Or a mix of? His, his, I would relate him to like a. Is there anybody? Someone that, like Dr. Doom. Just I don't his, think Dr. Doom is that blatantly evil though. Because I have comics I, where well, he doesn't do anything. He traps Loki maybe, but he's not around killing people. He's trying I to. I would just say him, his. Unless it motivates his end game. I'm saying like his. Yeah. Uh, just his personality, diabolical. No, just or... his, not that. His oh. arrogance. His arrogance. I'm maybe. above you, and you are far. Like you, you're beneath me. He's, you know, he's an emperor, and um, he like, rules with an iron fist, and he's like, you know, he thinks people are pawns to be used, and you know what I mean, and that like. He's a true... You're a god among insect. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. let anyone and tell you otherwise. That's what I was saying. Like, if he actually trained, and but he thinks that's beneath him. For him to even have to train to fight somebody, that pisses him the fuck off. <laughs> because he's like, the, you, he, how fucking dare you make me make an effort? Like, what? Like, I shouldn't even have to do any of this. So yep. he's like pissed that you're making him even try because you're beneath him and what the fuck. And so that's his motivation to fight. He's I just think he's great though. I I adore he's him. He's going to slowly become a good guy. I know. I don't and want which kind of but maybe not because <laughs> like you said he is so evil. Like I mean even, here's the thing, even in Dragon Ball Super, like yes, he would help sometimes but he had his own motivations and his own like end like goal you know in dragon ball super he was like fuck them you know even though they got him out of there out of you know purgatory or what the fuck ever he he was still like nah fuck you bitch i'm still gonna do evil shit exactly so i don't think he do what i want he does (laughs) but then he goes and helps him fight broly yeah so, you know but what I he mean? He also, I mean, he was from their universe. He didn't want it destroyed either because that meant the end of no, it. No, I'm saying in the Broly movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, that's so good. I would say their relationship, uh, Goku and Frieza, is very similar, Bill, to uh, the Joker and Batman. It's like they know that they only make each other stronger and they... Because originally they did that with Vegeta and him, and then they made Vegeta a lot less powerful than Goku, which I hated. 
You know, he always yeah, kept he coming fight, up short. Kept, yeah. But it's like then, you know, um, they matched him up. And now it's like Frieza and Goku, especially after Super, you can kind of see this like, because like you're, you're saying, you know, he does help out in times of where if he doesn't, he knows it could possibly be the end of Goku. So I think in his own mind, he's like, no, I have to be. Oh the yeah. One if kill Goku, Goku, if Goku, yeah, that's his thing is he's mm-hmm. like, well, cause that's... He, he's like in his mind, Goku is his to kill and his alone. I think that was Vegeta's thing for a while too. Yeah. He's like, no one gets to kill that clown. <laughs> and he calls him that like all the time. Cause yep. he's like, they have different, like, they're very similar in their drive to fight, but they like at the same time their outlooks on life are so much different that he thinks he's a clown because he takes everything so lightly and he's just like, you know, it's Goku's kind of like Joey from Friends a little bit, like so just sweet and like tra la la, but like don't fuck with him or his family, he will fuck you up. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. So you were asking about um. Super Saiyan, and you were asking about, like, the god level, and I was just mentioning Broly, and, like, there are, like, kind of, there's nuance to the show, and that's what I like about it, is, like, so Super Saiyan, two, like, the Saiyans are a race, a warrior race, uh, alien race, right? It's kind of like the Superman story, almost, Mm -hmm. but, um, they're god legend basically was the legend of the super saiyan like there was one super saiyan born every like thousand or ten thousand years whatever it was and come to find out any saiyan can be a super saiyan with enough training and um drive but there is one super saiyan that's born a super saiyan and he is the legendary super saiyan and that's broly um, but and he's got a different type of power though, like his that green hue to his power, yeah. and I think he actually is a god. Like he has a special Super Saiyan level that no one else. Like he is the legendary Super Saiyan that everybody thought it was Goku, but it's really Broly because he. Like, just, he was born a Super Saiyan. He came out of the womb a Super Saiyan. Yeah. Which is, yeah, nuts. And then, like, in Super, they basically start using God key or chi, Mm -hmm. which, like, is a denser, more perfect form of energy. So they're using less is more with it. You know what I mean? Well, and they start training with the god of destruction and like his guardian angel, and that's that's the god. That's his Beer- name is Beerus, Lord Beerus. He's the uh, god of destruction. Him's a hairless kitty, and I love it. So there's a hairless cat. Side note here He's, on the saga comic, he would be like he, he would be like Galactus in the Marvel universe. He's the god of destruction. He goes through this and is like his guardian angel that serves him and he he's a beast with you know, I mean fighting too. Well, he the, trains we Goku can, we'll get Vegeta. into it. the angels are the most powerful beings in the universe. Like they live in a perpetual state of ultra instinct. Yeah, like period. They're just they're they're the most powerful like which is a level that Goku reaches. We're probably 
How long are we right now? Getting close to about an hour and a half. Yeah, fuck it. We can go a little longer. But um, I was going to say, is food here? Soon. Uh, yeah, we're going to eat so. here soon. But yeah, I wish we had more time because fuck. Put food in my belly. You, you're going to have to just watch the show. <laughs> so we need like, I think I, I next have... time is like dissect and be on like a specific show like or you know or a certain season or whatever there's a lot to we could it. do a whole series where i'm like over yeah. overwhelmed we you could, could make pick, a whole we podcast could... just on dragon ball dude probably oh yes you should totally we should do out. a series of dragon ball episodes well, and maybe go through just uh, we can e- each watch a season so and i guess let's can... throw it out Sorry, to everybody else and anybody listening hit us up what you want to know or discuss about dragon ball yeah, absolutely. All, all I'm saying, if I was trying to pitch the show to you, Bill, and I am. Where's the money? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm we saying all like. Are. It's, if you're looking for, like, there is a lot of filler. Mm. Not like, in terms of like anime, it's not that bad because there's worse shows. Yeah. But. I have no patience and I got through it, so. It's. it's depending so on where. Where, you, where should you start? I would start at the very beginning, but that's just me. Yeah, uh, Dragon Ball. Some, it, the Dragon Ball is like a much slower burn. Um, but I had some people say or videos that said jump into Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you that's could. what I would do. You, that's you, what you I could. did. Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super is all. Yeah, maybe it was more. Yeah, maybe it it is the faster paced. Like has more of the fights and instant gratification. But. Where uh, I would it's argue, not instant. no, it's not instant. Where I would argue that you would want to watch Dragon Ball, though, or at least watch this arc in the series, is the Red Ribbon Army arc in Dragon Ball. Uh, the reason being is because that directly ties into the villain I have to later uh, in Dragon Ball Z cell um, heavily. So and it, it intertwines. So at least watch that part of Dragon Ball. Um, cause that's the only really I can think of, uh, Dragon Ball tie into Dragon Ball Z that well, heavily anyways. There's more of it in super later. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, like you were talking about some of the side characters, like getting more powerful and master Roshi stepping up in the tournament of power. It's like that. I think the tournament of power was like one of the best story arcs and dragon ball it was great i i love it dude watching master roshi use old techniques and like move up to like a super saiyan level of power yeah fight enemies on that level and take out most of their competition he took out how many people Uh, i want to say it was like it was like five or six people that he took out yeah Quite a few. Like, he was essential. Oh, yeah. And, like, he was considered to be, like, basically useless before that. Like, he was, like, I don't know. Like, he's Goku's original, like, master in martial arts. But as the show slowly went, he got less powerful. And then in the end of the show, like, or in Super, he moves up to, like, a crazy level using old like kung fu style techniques and like taking out enemies he should have no business fighting 
It's amazing. And he's a total perv, and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's such a fucking great show. It is. Well, and another thing about the Red Ribbon Army, too, to remember, guys, is they are actually bringing them back for a third time in the Dragon Ball Super movie coming out soon. I don't. I haven't heard anything about that. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm excited for it. Um, basically, what it looks like, the premise of it is, is um, the Red Ribbon Army is once again out for revenge against Goku, and they make these androids that are on a superhero level. And that's kind of where the superhero uh, uh, thing comes into it. And um, yeah, it just it looks interesting. Um, it's going to be awesome. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's going to be cool. So we get more androids, we get more red ribbon army and I'm so excited. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. If do you read Just the manga at all? It. I do not. Unfortunately. You should read it. Cause like it goes through, uh, pretty far into the, after the tournament of power and stuff. So you should read it too. Oh, possibly. You can get them on. Amazon Prime for pretty cheap. Oh, okay. They're, yeah, like, they're like six bucks. A... I might read from after the tournament on. They're like a, yeah. Just that's what I mean. happens, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean, yeah. Just read like the stuff after. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, I think, uh, yeah, we're going to go eat some dinner. So. Yeah, stuff my face with some guys. pizza. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. All so right. Make sure to check out that contest. Enter your Super 4 comiczone.com slash contest and don't forget we're gonna be at the com- uh, Casper Comic Con what were the dates again? Uh, in a few weeks here 25th and 26th or something like yeah, that Saturday and Sunday here court, uh, last weekend in the month I think yep check out the contest comiczone.com and uh, yeah follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts thanks Chelsea and Vince for being on Thank you so much. We're we're gonna have you on for uh, more shit though. Absolutely. We we I've been looking forward to this all week, so it's yeah. We should do more Dragon Ball episodes and maybe just go through each show. Yeah, we could do a whole series. Cool. Sure. Alright guys, this has been the comic zone.